But in most other organizations, uh, vendor management is, is either non-existent or it's really developed over years very ad hoc. So you imagine that someone needs to you know, source a new computer system or they need to get supplies or office furniture, and you've got someone in the office that says, hey, Joe, go buy some desk or some furniture. We're setting up a new company. You start those relationships. Now go forward five years. You may still be buying furniture from that organization that you just kind of off the top of your head purchased from the original desk or whatever and now things have changed there's so many different competitors that you should be looking at are you getting the right pricing is that vendor still you know one of the stronger vendors in that sector or that industry Welcome back to the Launch Podcast. Uh, it's Joe here interviewing Paul Schrantz of Vendor Centric. Paul, thanks for being here. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the Launch Podcast. Uh, our first question is just talk about yourself, talk about the business you work for and the company you work for and what you guys do here. Yeah. So I am the Director of Business Development for Vendor Centric. We're located here in the Launch Workplaces in the Gaithersburg office. And our company is a, a consulting firm. We specialize in helping organizations develop strategies for more disciplined vendor management. And we implement, help them implement underlying, underlying excuse me, governance and policies and procedures and systems to make their management activities both scalable and effective. At the heart of the work we do, we actually created what we like to call our vendor management framework, uh, which if you can envision, it's a, a circular um, graphic that on the inner circle uh, outlines the six stages of vendor uh, relationship from sourcing to procurement to contracting, onboarding, purchase to pay, and oversight and optimization. And then we have an, an outer ring or outer circle, which we like to call the vendor management engine. And that you know covers the areas of governance and stakeholders, uh, policies, procedures, workflow, and reporting. So. It's, it's really our way of helping organizations look at a life cycle approach to uh, implementing their vendor management and managing the third-party vendors. So why do you think that that is important? Why is vendor management important to you? So, you know, I think, first of all, vendor management is really kind of an emerging business discipline. It's, it's in place in, in some core industries that rely heavily on vendors to, to drive the business that they do. If you think about certain manufacturing environments, and obviously in the retailing environment, it's all about vendor relationships. But in most other organizations, uh, vendor management is, is either non-existent or it's really developed over years very ad hoc. So you imagine that someone needs to you know, source a new computer system or they need to get supplies or office furniture, and you've got someone in the office that says, hey, Joe, go buy some desk or some furniture. We're setting up a new company. You start those relationships. Now go forward five years you may still be buying furniture from that organization that you just kind of off the top of your head purchased from the original desk or whatever. And now things have changed. There's so many different competitors that you should be looking at. Are you getting the right pricing? Is that vendor still, you know, one of the stronger vendors in that sector or that industry? So one of the other things that has really come up and ironically uh, we hear about and read about every day is the issues of cybersecurity and data privacy, data protection, uh, more than ever, many of those challenges that organizations are facing are actually coming through their vendor relationships. So 
if you don't have the proper oversight in place and the structure in place to know that your systems are safe, that the data of your clients or your end users is being protected under the regulatory compliance. So, I mean, there's obviously with the medical records, you know, personal identifiable information, uh, the HIPAA laws that are there. Uh, there's a lot of very stringent data protection rights. And so if a company is organizing the third-party vendor relationships in that ad hoc, laissez-faire way, you really are putting your organization at risk because reputation is obviously one of the primary risks, but also at the core of the business, if you get a significant event that you don't, the organization doesn't have the proper insurance, the organization doesn't have a response plan in place, the organization doesn't have the resources even to address that kind of issue, your organization is at risk to take the burden of all of that. So that's a, one of the other really important things. And I think the other thing I'd just like to highlight, which really helps people maybe get context of vendor management, if you think about a business, what does a business do? They, first of all, they most likely hire employees. It may just start with a few employees, and then you got a really big business years later that could have hundreds or thousands of employees. Well, if you think about human resources, that's a very disciplined business process that's in place. You do all the same things. So you think about, you, you say, I need to recruit. So I'm going to go out and find the next great Joe who can run podcasts and run sales and run all these great things. So I got to do recruiting. Then once I go through recruiting, I've got to go through the hiring process. Once I decide I want to hire the next great Joe, I got to go through a contracting process to get an agreement in place with that person. Then I've got to onboard that employee and help them come to the organization, welcome them, give them all the resources to be successful. I got to make sure that I'm going to pay them, so I have to set up their payroll and do all the IRS and other legal requirements. And lastly, I got to have some kind of performance management or optimization of their career path to help them manage their success in the organization. Well, the ironic thing is, is that that really is the same thing that vendor management is put in place to do. But most organizations, as they may spend another 30 or 40 percent of the assets of their company because they have to acquire technology, they have to acquire office space, they have to acquire office supplies, they might need to use vendors. We work with a lot of international aid organizations. They have to have vendors help them deliver specialized medical devices to Africa or some far off place. So when you think about it, you're investing 30, 40, almost 50 percent of the assets of your business in this completely important area, but in no way is vendor management as mature as human resources is in today's businesses. So we at Vendor Centric, what we're so excited about is we really are looking to help bring that business discipline to the other side of organizations' businesses and help them really extend that success from their core operations with their employees onto managing all their vendor relationships. Gotcha. What does that usually look like? So somebody comes to uh, request or needs your help, and let's just say they don't really know who they're paying what and for how long they've been paying them. What do you guys do for them? That's a great question. So, you know, a lot of times we get approached by organizations that may have some upcoming compliance issues. So there may be regulatory compliance that they have to update policies, procedures, something like that. But to the question you just asked, a lot of times we get into those kind of projects, all of a sudden when you start asking those discovery questions and helping them think through the business issues because they have not necessarily know all the right questions to ask themselves or to think them through, when you start to peel back those layers, 
you uncover the things, some of the important things that you outline. So what we really do is help organizations understand what their current state is, what is the current state of how they're managing and any you know structure around managing these vendor relationships. And then we kind of help them uh, create what we like to call a, a blueprint uh, to understand what would you like your vendor management relationships and your processes to look like. And in most cases, a, a very simple program, yeah, maybe we could develop some baselines work and move into blueprinting within a three-month, six-month kind of time frame. But in a lot of these cases, it really is a multi-year journey because when you look at maturing these vendor programs and these processes, it may be at first you're just attacking cost issues. And so you're managing, okay, here we have make sure we have all the most competitive pricing. We have all that information documented. Well, then we go and we say, guess what? We need to understand risk. So we look at risk. And, and so it's an evolutionary process. Uh, but I think the biggest thing is, is that going back to the beginning, we really help organizations create disciplined and a, a, a life cycle approach to looking at these relationships. And so um, we engage with them uh, on the consultative side. We also have a, a service piece where we can off, offset or augment some of the work they're doing in-house with managed services that we're developing to offer uh, in the Q3, Q4 timeframe. And one of the other exciting things is we have a software application, which is a vendor management um, system uh, that's it's called Vendor Risk. And that software application, if you think of it, it's like a CRM for vendor management. So, you know, a CRM, customer relationship management, all organizations use to manage their sales processes. Uh, and some organizations use similar systems to manage their donors and fundraising. This actually allows for that relationship manager of your third-party vendors. So it captures all the important information about the vendor, the contracts. You can do risk, uh, risk uh, management, performance management. There's a lot of other uh, great aspects of a system like that. And it, and it centralizes and automates a lot of the workflow and the important documentation that organizations have to maintain um, based on the regulatory requirements for a number of years. Cool. Uh, what kind of businesses do you guys usually work with? Are you willing to work with anyone or is it mostly like bigger places that maybe have a lot of vendors or yeah, who do you choose to work yeah, with? Yeah, that's, that's a very good question. So uh, when we look at the, the total uh, you know, marketplace and, and where we think there's most value in the services we provide, uh, we, we tend to find organizations that are probably um, complexity is one of the big drivers. So the more complex an organization is, the more challenged their situation is, we, we bring a lot of expertise and skill to that. But if I were to size the market and talk about it, I would say that you're probably looking at, if an organization is much smaller than probably like a five to $10 million organization, they may not really be able to invest in the depth of vendor management support that we provide. And then we work with organizations that are billions of dollars in, in revenues per year. So um, I would say that the smaller organizations that really probably would not necessarily be the, the right fit for us. Uh, but when you get into that five, 10 million and above kind of, uh, and, and we work, uh, like I said earlier, we work with uh, international aid organizations, other nonprofit federally funded organizations, work with uh, commercial businesses, uh, starting to see business in the uh, you know, financial services industry, the insurance industries, and then, you know, just a mixture of other commercial uh, sectors. That's great. Um, and then got two more questions. Sure. Uh, this is the launch podcast, and uh, you guys are located in launch, in launch workplaces. Uh, why did you choose launch to work uh, at? 
Uh, there's a lot of other places you could have worked. Um, why launch? That's a that's a great question, and I'm really glad that you invited me to be on this podcast because I, I'd love to talk uh, about our friends at Launch. Um, when our CEO Tom Rogers, when he first decided to put our offices here in the Launch workplaces, I think there's a few things that he thought about. Number one, the old adage with anything is location, location, location. So I mean, this is the Gaithersburg office right here in the lake here in Rio, century located to 370, 270. We have a lot of clients in the D.C. metro area in Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., uh, up in Baltimore. So we're able to really access with 200. We really can get to any one of our clients in probably 45 minutes or less, maybe within an hour. So that was really, really important. But I think the other key things about launch specifically uh, where we're looking for a professional working environment. Um, and obviously, if, if anyone's ever stepped foot in a launch workplace, they realize that that's really one of the major value propositions. It's set up with great staff, great resources, beautiful um, accommodations, latest technology. Um, so that was really important. And, and it really ultimately for us, it was an optimal investment and in, in a strategic investment in office space. So rather than just getting a, a, a square footage of office in any building, like you said, around this area, um, we realized we could leverage that investment by working with an organization like Launch. Right. And kind of going off that answer, um, just the environment, there's a lot of co-working and networking that can go on here. Uh, there's a lot of different companies in this building, um, and networking can be key sometimes. Um, how has networking helped you guys over at Vendor Centric? Uh, or even helped you here at launch? Yeah, yeah. So that that's actually a very uh, good question. Um, you know, since I've I've been fortunate to work here at Vendor Centric and in the launch offices, that's been one of probably one of my personal pleasant surprises is the quality of people that launch attracts. So the types of businesses that launch brings in here, there's a high quality of people, a diversity of skill sets, a diversity of business uh, mission. Um, and so just on a day in day out basis, the quality of people that I get to bump into in the lunchroom or, you know, end up collaborating with in, in many cases, we've ended up referring business back and forth to each other. Um, that, that really was kind of a, a real pleasant surprise. And then as you mentioned briefly, I think one of the other things Karen and her staff does such a great job here at launch in Gaithersburg is the event uh, calendar that she puts together on an annual basis. I have personally probably met. Just in the past 12 months, I've probably met uh, uh, probably 12 or 20 plus individuals uh, that were not affiliated necessarily with launch that attended an event that Karen put on here at launch. So I've been able to meet even a wider range of people that I would not have met any other way. And then also some of the some of the actual learning experiences have been phenomenal. Um, a lot of uh, me being into business development a number of different sessions she's had about sales and biz dev, um, but just also um, networking, um, you know, leadership, you know, experiences and training. So it's been really, I mean, it, it's, I, again, I give her a lot of credit. She, she takes a very strategic view at how she sets that up. And again, I think in the end, that's ultimately gets back to your first question, why launch? Um, it's because launch does it right. Uh, I, I mean, I can't speak for Tom, uh, but I would think launch does it affordable or at least a reasonable, uh, reasonably affordable compared to what's out there. And again, all the value we receive uh, from that and the quality of the people and the resources is just top notch. 
Paul, thank you for being here today. Uh, if people wanted to get in touch with you or VendorCentric, uh, what would they do? That's great. So first of all, they can visit our website at www.vendor, V-E-N-D-O-R-Centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-C.com. Uh, if they want to get in touch with me personally, they could email me at P, that's Paul Schrantz, S-C-H-R-A-N-T-Z, at VendorCentric.com. Again, P. Schrantz at VendorCentric.com. But most importantly, I love to talk, as I hope I've uh, shown you here on the podcast. So please call me at any time at 240-813-1161. Great. Thank you again, Paul. All right. Thank you so much, John. Take care.